Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Dread Time Stories. I'm your host, Dr. Phobia. And tonight, dear patients, our story comes from the world of creepypastas. More specifically, pokeypastas. So without further ado, sit back, relax, and enjoy this classic, Pokemon Black. So I'm what you call a collector of bootlegmon games. Pokemon Diamond and Jade, Chaos Black, etc. It's amazing the frequency in which you can find them at pawn shops, Goodwill, flea markets, and more. They are generally fun, even if they are unplayable, which they often are. The mistranslations and poor quality make them unintentionally humorous. I've been able to find most of these that I've played online, but there's one that I haven't seen mention of. I bought it at a flea market about five years ago. Here's a picture of the cartridge, in case anyone recognizes it. Unfortunately, when I moved two years ago, I lost the game, so I can't provide you with any screen caps. Sorry. The game started with the familiar Nidorito and Gengar version of Red and Blue. However, the press start screen had been altered. Red was there, but the Pokemon didn't cycle through. It also said Black Version under the Pokemon logo. Upon selecting New Game, the game started with the Professor Oak speech, but it quickly became evident that the game was essentially Pokemon Red Version. After you selected your starter, if you looked at your Pokemon, you had an addition to Bulbasaur, Charmander, or Squirtle with another Pokemon named Ghost. The Pokemon was level 1, and it had the sprite of the ghost that you encounter in Lavender Town before obtaining the Sylph Scope, and it had one attack, Curse. I know there was a move named Curse, but that attack did not exist in Generation 1, so it appeared that it was hacked in. Defending Pokemon were unable to attack Ghost. It would only say that they are too scared to move, and when the move Cursed was used in battle, the screen would cut to black. The cry of the defending Pokemon would be heard, but it was distorted, played in a much lower pitch than normal. The battle screen would then reappear and the defending Pokemon would be gone. If the attack was used against a trainer, when the Pokeballs representing their Pokemon would appear in the corner, there would be one fewer Pokeball. The implication was that that Pokemon had died. What was even stranger is after the defeating the trainer, and seeing Red receive 200 for winning, the battle commands would appear again. If you selected Run, the battle would end as normal, but you could also select Curse. And if you did, upon returning to the overworld, the trainer's sprite would be gone. After leaving and re-entering the area, the spot where the trainer would be was replaced with a tombstone like the ones in Lavender Tower. The move Curse was not usable in all instances, and it would fail against ghost Pokemon. It would also fail if it was used against trainers you would have to face again, such as your rival or Giovanni. It was usable in your final battle against them, however. I figured this was the gimmick of the game, allowing you to use the previously uncapturable ghost, and because Curse made the game so easy, I essentially used it throughout the whole adventure. The game changed quite a bit after defeating the Elite Four, 
After viewing the Hall of Fame, which consisted of ghosts and a couple other Pokemon I had used for HMs, the screen would cut to black, and a box appeared with the words, Many Years Later. It then cut to Lavender Town. An old man was standing, looking at the tombstones. You realize that this man was your character. The man moved with only half of your normal walking speed. You would no longer have any Pokemon with you, not even Ghost, who up at this point had been impossible to remove from your party through depositing the PCs. The overworld was entirely empty. There were no people at all. There were still the tombstones of the trainers that you had used curse on, however. You could pretty much go anywhere in the overworld at this point, though your movement was limited by the fact that you had no Pokemon to use HMs. And regardless of where you went, the music of Lavender Town continued on an infinite loop. After a while of this, I found you could go through Diglett's Cave, and one of the cuttable bushes that normally blocks your path on the other side is no longer there, allowing you to advance to Pallet Town. Upon entering your house and going to the exact tile where you started the game, the screen would cut to black. Then a sprite of a caterpie appeared. It was then replaced by a Weedle, and then a Pidgey. I soon realized, as the Pokemon progressed from Rattata to Blastoise, these were the Pokemon that I had used Curse on. At the end of my rival's team, a youngster appeared, and then a bug catcher. These were the trainers that I had cursed. Throughout the sequence, the Lavender Town music was playing, but it was slowly decreasing in pitch. By the time your rival appeared on screen, it was little more than a distant rumble. Another cut to black. A few minutes later, the battle screen appeared. Your trainer's sprite was now that of an old man, the same one as the one that teaches you how to catch Pokemon in Viridian City. Ghost appeared on the other side, along with the words, Ghost wants to fight. You couldn't use items, and you had no Pokemon. If you tried to run, you couldn't escape. The only option was fight. Using fight would immediately cause you to use struggle, which didn't affect Ghost, but it would chip off a bit of your own HP. Then when his Ghost turn to attack, it would simply say, dot dot dot. Eventually, when your HP reached a critical point, Ghost finally used Curse. The screen cut to black one final time. Regardless of the buttons you pressed, you were permanently stuck in this black screen. At this point, the only thing you could do was turn the Game Boy off. And then, when you play it again, New Game was the only option. The game had erased the previous file. I played through this hacked game many times, and every time it ended with the same sequence. Several times I didn't use Ghost at all, even though he was impossible to remove from the party. In these cases, it did not show any Pokemon or trainers. It simply just cut to the cinematic battle with Ghost. I'm not sure what the motives were behind the creator of this hack. It wasn't widely distributed, so it's presumably not for monetary game. But it was a very well done bootleg. It seems like he was trying to convey a message. Though it seems I am the sole receiver of this message. Not entirely sure what it was. The inevitability of death? The pointlessness of it? 
Maybe he was simply trying to morbidly inject death and darkness into a children's game. Regardless, this children's game had made me think, and it has also made me cry. That was Pokemon Black. I hope you enjoyed it, and thank you for listening. Like I always say in closing, check under your bed, look in your closet, and sleep with the light on. The life you save may very well be your own. Good night, everyone.